Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Astrology Now podcast. My name is Christine Rodriguez, and good morning. <laughs> it is 6.45 a.m. in Austin, Texas, and I'm having coffee and realized the new moon is coming, and I need to record this podcast. <laughs> The new moon is in six days. I usually have this up a little bit sooner. Um, I'm happy to almost make it a week ahead of time. So hopefully you all can plan accordingly and have a good idea of the energy coming up for this new moon, which is pretty powerful. Um, The new moon is coming on March 6th. So it will be March 6th, 2019. And a new moon occurs when the moon and sun are very close together and the moon receives little to no light. So there will be no moon in the night sky. And it will be in the sign. This is the sidereal Vedic astrology system. So the moon is going to be in the sign of Aquarius, specifically in the nakshatra Purva Vajrapada. Purva Vajrapada nakshatra. And this nakshatra is symbolized by the front of a funeral cot. So the front of a funeral cot or a bed. And it sounds similar to another nakshatra that we talked about before in Leo. So it's not to be confused. Um, it, it is different. This is Purva Vajrapada. And it's the sign of Aquarius, which is directly across from Leo. The new moon is going to take place on March 6th around 9.30 a.m. in Central Time. Okay, so this new moon is represented by endings. It's represented by letting go of things you don't need, recognizing how you've evolved and what parts of yourself or of your life or of your thought patterns that you're ready to end and leave behind and move past. It is represented by a funeral god, which is the most significant ending all of us will one day experience. And in Vedic astrology, and I tell this to people all the time, if, if you want to study Vedic astrology, it kind of implies, it definitely implies that you understand karma and that you can really confront the idea of past and future lives and how karma is created. And so... When you're looking at a chart, you're often looking at past karma and future karma and the karma that you're working through now. And a funeral or a death that's like the grandest ending and therefore opportunity to evolve and move forward and move forward into the things we still need to work on, what we still have going on for us. And so all of this to say, this new moon especially is a really auspicious time to look yourself in truth at 
what things you do need to work on and also celebrating the things that you have been working on and you have been developing self-awareness about and you have been confronting. And that's really, in my opinion, the point of this life. We're meant to come into this life to see our challenges, to see our strengths and to work with it, develop self-awareness and to ultimately heal ourselves. When we heal ourselves, we can heal everything around us. And one of my, one of my teachers, actually my astrology teacher, he's taught me a lot of what I know. He always says that, um, yoga and Kundalini, you know, rather it be a physical practice or a meditation practice, it's all in efforts to prepare for a good death. And by that, he means ridding yourself of karma, developing self-awareness, healing yourself enough to when it is time for that funeral cot, when it is time to end, you feel like you did as much as you could to heal yourself and to move past any karma that you were dealt in this life. So this new moon is really significant and big, and it's also the last new moon before Rahu and Ketu move signs. And so I've been talking about this Rahu and Ketu um, transit. Rahu and Ketu have been hanging out in Cancer and Capricorn for the past 18 months. And in March, they are going to move into Gemini and Sagittarius. And they're going to be in Gemini and Sagittarius for 18 more months. So it's a big deal. It's the last new moon with Rahu and Ketu and Cancer and Capricorn. So what do we want to clear out in this time? With the nodes as they are, these extremely karmic nodes, Rahu and Ketu are the indicators of karma. They show us so much about what we need to work on and what we've already achieved in our our past lives and what we need to work on now. So what can we do to heal ourselves? to clear ourselves before they decide to transit. And even then, we have plenty of more time. I think that this moon is really serving as a reminder that it's time to look ourselves in the eye and decide what what needs to go, what we need to do. And with that, cherishing life and cherishing our time. It is a very auspicious time, funny enough, for dangerous activities. (laughs) The ancient texts allude to that this moon in Purva Pada is a good time for dangerous activities, for high-risk activities if you've been wanting to go skydiving or if you've been wanting to try rock climbing for the first time. It would be a good time. Um, And it's not the most auspicious time for weddings or celebrations or new beginnings. So trying to hold off on that. And of course, all of this is going to depend on your own individual birth chart. So if your wedding is on March 6th, it's okay. Don't worry about it. For you, it may be a more auspicious time. But in general, globally, not the best time. What else is going to be going on in the night sky? Well, on this day, on March 6th, 
K2 and Venus are together in Capricorn. And so that can be a time of conflict with your partner. You may need a little bit more space from them. You may have some very serious conversations on the reality of the relationship. It could also be a very spiritualizing time. So if you and your partner are both spiritual or if you both have a meditation practice, it could be a really great time to connect with your partner in a way of meditating together or talking about spirituality together. Mercury is going to be in the sign of Pisces, which kind of backs that. Pisces is this watery, daydreamy, ethereal sign. And Mercury is this intellectual, organized, rational planet. And so when Mercury comes into the sign of Pisces, and Mercury will also be in retrograde by then, um, it makes it, you know, a little dreamy and a little confused and not as organized. It's, It's debilitated technically. So this is also, though, a really great time for meditation and talking about the esoteric, having Jupiter in Scorpio actually backs that. So if you are, I mean, you're listening to this podcast, so I'm going to go ahead and say it's safe to assume that you're at least a little bit spiritual and you've been thinking about creating a gathering or you've been wanting to have a meditation circle or, um, you know, having friends in a spiritual community, creating a sangha or being a part of a sangha and sangha S A N G H A is a spiritual community for those of you who don't know. So if you've been thinking about joining a spiritual community or developing one yourself, this could be a great time to start thinking about it. Is it a great time to actually begin it for sustainability? Maybe not. Um, But if you're thinking about like a one-time get together, or if you've been thinking about going to join one that already exists, now's a good time for that. I, I definitely consider it. It's also a great time to do any physical activity. And I know I was mentioning that a little bit. Mercury and Pisces loves long walks. They love any sort of physical activity that isn't too demanding or rough on the body. So like a yoga practice, a hatha practice, a long walk, um, jujitsu, or not jujitsu, I'm so sorry, uh, uh, qigong, or Tai Chi is what I was thinking of. Um, And Mars is in Aries. And so maybe Mars in Aries likes a little bit more of a physical rough practice, but everything else going on that day is suggesting maybe something a little bit more isolated in terms of the physical practice. So if you're wanting to meditate with other people or connect with your partner for meditation, all of that is good. If you're wanting to, you know, try a higher risk activity, maybe, maybe that would be beneficial. I wouldn't really recommend doing any martial arts or doing any sort of combative act on this day. I think that energy is going to be hard to predict and I just don't think that it would be a good time to have any sort of combative activity with other people. If it's by yourself, it's a little bit different. I want to engage it with other people. All right, let's see. 
I am checking in. To see when. Hmm. Well, I guess I will make another podcast on this. I thought that I had something ready to share with you all, but it doesn't look like I do. So this is really all that I have for this upcoming new moon. It is a significant time. It is very powerful. I do recommend taking time to meditate on your achievements and what you want to take care of in this life. And it could even just be for this upcoming month. It's not the best time to begin anything new. It is a good time to wrap things up and to also maybe take ventures into things that you've been wanting to try. So if you have been wanting to try rock climbing, if you have been wanting to do something a little bit more high risk, paddle boarding, even something like this, it would be a good time for it. Just also making time to spend time by yourself with introspection and meditation. My name is Christine Rodriguez. This is Astrology Now. If you would like a personal reading, you can email me at astrologynowpodcast at gmail.com. You can also visit my website, innerknowing.yoga. There's no.com, innerknowing.yoga. Thank you so much and enjoy this upcoming new moon.